When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. Okay, Ez, uh, can, can you free yourself? Yeah. Hey, hey, say, hey, what do they say? Hey, say, free yourse- be yourself. Uh, be yourself. Hey, say, free yourself. Free yourself. <laughs> Can we make that the new uh, intro music? Do you, uh, we oh, we definitely will. We definitely will have to come up with something for it. I, do you think Anakin was was humming this? Too? When was this? You know, I'm trying to get a good timeline. There on is some of these. There things. is there is timelines. Um, actually. Oh, is it really? Yeah, there is some timelines on some of these. Some of these take place after, uh, or like some of these are described as taking like place at certain times and stuff like that. Okay. Um, okay. Like some take place. Po- I think the ninth Jedi, which we'll get to, which was which was my favorite, is post Episode Nine, I believe. Jeez, I, yeah, it was. It felt like there was some prequel stuff, and right. you had to kind of there pick is. up on the on the clues and, and things like that. And I, I it was. So we're right. talking about Star Wars Visions, by the way. In case talking, you haven't had a chance to check talking it out. about start talking about Star Wars Visions now, you know let's let's talk a little bit about sort of I guess what it is uh, as, and so we knew we saw this coming. I think when we saw the trailer, we were like, "Hey, this could be cool." It's not. I think it's, it was nine episodes, and um, some of the episodes might be better than the episodes of movies we have. Okay, <laughs> it's nine episodes just like the movies. Okay, oh my so, god. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, it's nine uh, d- nine different sort of anime studios. I actually ha- I went through and I sort of looked at like who some of the anime studios were, and we'll get to them. We're gonna go through sort of each each studio in- individually, um, and they were all sort of really stylistic and cool. I think we obviously preferred some more than others. I think as I'm only on the there's really only two I was sort of like just not even fond of, and then there were like two that I loved, one that I absolutely loved. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to sort of those, but they're all done from a different anime studios. I think what Disney's ultimately looking for here is to sort of just give other people the ability to sort of create some Star Wars stuff. It's think of it almost like sort of Star Wars is what if that they do with the Marvel stuff, right? Um, there's really only I think one or two, 
uh, episodes that even had sort of like characters that we're even familiar with. Um, uh, like Boba Fett does show up in one, but and voiced by Tamara Morrison for all two of his lines, uh, right? right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, so so you have so you have that, but uh, I mean, I think overall it was pretty cool. Ultimately, I guess what may, what would be sort of the cool thing to come from this was I was actually thinking about this because I was kind of remembering um, back in the days of the '90s when As and I were kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. A lot of people were like, you were either like a Nickelodeon kid or you were a Cartoon Network person. Okay, as were you on either side of those? Were you on either uh, side of those? It just depended on who had the controller because I ended up watching right. both. You know, with my sister and both. I. Yeah, yeah. But see, yeah. my brother and I were definitely t- tended to be more on Cartoon Network. So let me take you on a little history trip here. So in the '90s, okay. Cartoon Network had this show that lasted like two seasons and it was called What a Cartoon, okay? And what this was, was it was a series of sort of shorts. They were like seven minute shorts. And ultimately what their goal was to see which of these cartoons in these shorts are gonna stick. And then we'll sort of take some of these and turn them into bigger things. So some of the shorts that appeared in some of these episodes were things of which never really did anything, like Yucky Duck and uh, Sledgehammer Opossum, mm-hmm. George and Junior, Shake and Flick. Okay, you know, yeah, right. Don't now. really, don't really remember those. Now on the other side, um, some of the shows that did come out of this initially initially aired as sort of shorts on here, uh, the Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Dexter's Girls, Laboratory, yeah. Johnny Bravo, yeah, uh, Cow and Chicken. I'm trying. I think Courage the Cowardly Dog was one. Um, yep, Courage the Cowardly Dog was one as well. And I th- maybe Ed, Ed and Eddie was too. Doesn't look like it. Maybe it was. I don't. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So that's sort of like what this kind of felt like to me was. It might just be a one-off thing, or maybe we'll get a season two, and they're totally different stories. But I actually sort of felt going through this as that some of these, because they're all very different, some of these I feel like, man, I would watch either like a full series of this story with these characters, or like um, Warner Brothers does this a lot. I think I think I think Marvel does as well, but I'm just not as familiar. Um, Unlike HBO Max, you can go back and watch a lot of the old sort of just Superman, Batman movies, where they're just sort of a, here's a standalone hour to hour and a half animated sort of movie. And it's like Batman versus like, you know, some villain that they create for, for the thing, right? Um, yeah. Or, or whatever, Superman sort of movies. They have a lot of these where they're just sort of like a special. Now, I would totally watch some of these if there was just like an hour-long version of of this story, like expanded, Mm -hmm. and it could just be its own thing. I would totally watch some of that. Yeah, I'm with you, and I can can see how, because when you pulled this this, uh, What a Cartoon, as soon as I pulled up the images for it, I was like, oh, I know some of these cartoons. So that kind of makes makes sense. I mean, God, I hope we're like the audience that's they're looking at saying, okay, who liked what more, and do we go back and do more of these later, and which ones do we do, and which stories were kind of good stories, you know? So right. uh, I'm cool with that. I, yeah, th- there are some really neat things that you could do, gap fillers or, or or whatever. I mean, we have, you know, Rebels and we have Clone Wars and we had, we even had freaking um, 
God, what was it? The Resistance, which I didn't think was a great. Uh, I didn't. I mean, I only watched. I only watched the first season, if that. Like, I don't know. So of. yeah, th- of of the Resistance, the uh, oh yeah yeah, TV, yeah yeah yeah. So I kind of thought some of these shows were better than that. Uh, so yeah, let's give them their let's give them their own space, which would be pretty cool. So I don't know. This is cool. It's it's interesting, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll kind of see what they're gonna do with it, or if this is just a its own thing for a little bit. But we're gonna go kind of episode by episode here in just a second but before we do that friends attention listeners across the galaxy all the way from australia to houston do we have a pube problem if so our friends at manscape have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0 kick your pubes into the next planet with the performance package 4.0 the orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. Yeah, as absolutely, you know. I mean, hey, look, in this episode of Star Wars Visions, I'll go ahead and say there were some people that could use the lawnmower 4.0, all right? The, the the one guy's hair was I think he's at he was it's the uh, the elder episode oh right? my god the guy with the really long hair looking almost Qui Gon-y but his hair was even longer I think he was actually voiced by David Harbor because um, okay. some of these episodes did have some sort of who's uh, Hopper in Stranger yeah, Things right. he's, big deal he plays some he plays somebody in Black Widow but you know since we're talking Disney stuff here <laughs> Disney has asked Disney has asked us not to talk about that movie that's uh, true. there's a there's a there's a lawsuit going on right. so you know right. you, you have to speak to the lawyers uh, on, on that one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, some of the people could use it. All right. The, the second to last episode, that cat, I mean. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What the heck? There was that. There was the bunny. The uh, the, the the master, the elder, the guy that you were talking about, he mm-hmm. looked like he had never seen any type of scaping manscape tool in his right. life. Like that was Seriously. he was some Sith weird you know thing. So. Right. And this thing has the light. Okay. It's got that 400,000 that 400, LED, you know. Now, oh, yeah. light you can use right because we need some more light side there was a lot of sith there was a lot of dark in this there was a lot of dark so it so i mean yeah with that being said if you watch visions vi- visions you're gonna need some um manscape tools in your life just because it brings a bit of light back in there so with that friends get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscape.com that is 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscape.com for a clean trinity and beyond your space balls will thank you yeah, as okay, so I was just doing a little bit more research here before we jump into this, and we were talking about that sort of what a cartoon format, which I think would be cool. Hey, which one of these swords sort of work? Because it is kind of like a testing ground, and if one looks like it could do well, you could do a sort of standalone comic run or, or something like that. It later went on to be called Cartoon Cartoon. Uh, and some of the things that came out of it, yes, in addition to some of those we already mentioned, was Grim, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Um, yeah, Ed, Ed and Nettie, I was correct. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Codename Kids Next Door. So those are all some big cartoons. Yeah. yeah. Codenames Kids Next Door is a little bit past our, our, our being kids, but I sort of remember people talking about oh, it yeah. and it, it, it being a thing. So I think you can almost, yeah, take that format, and this is an interesting way to do it, and say, hey, some of these stories sort of you know, worked and fans responded to them more than they did others. I mean, yeah, why not? Why not sort of expand that further? Yeah, I think it'd be cool. I mean, and we're going to go over the ones that we think should be expanded and the ones that we think maybe should not be. Right. <laughs> because some of them, I'm like, 
Uh, we we put a stopper on that right now. And then Matt and I also kind of disagree on on the we first do. one out yeah. the gate, which is okay. Not disagree, but it's like right. You know what? what yeah, none of, of them. So I'll say this: they're all they're all done in very different styles, completely yeah. different styles, and none of them I would necessarily say are bad. I think that I just sort of preferred some to the others. Yeah, and I will say the first one I thought was. I think the first one was an interesting choice for it to yeah. be first. First, yeah, that's true. The duel. Um, and the style of it is so it's it's a lone wanderer, Ronan, witnesses remnants of the fledging empire attempt to besiege a small village. He fights a bandit leader, a Sith warrior with heavily modified lightsaber, uh, while his droid saves the villagers. After luring the bandit leader into a trap, Ronan kills her. Ronan, who is collecting red kyber crystals, decides decides to give the bandit uh, leaders crystal to the villagers so they can repair the damage uh, done to their home before he and the droid continue their journey. Now, I don't have descriptions on all of these, so this is just from Wikipedia here, but sure. um, certainly the ones uh, that we, whatever, we'll, we'll reference those. So um, so this one is really interesting because it's in this sort of, it's it's almost like, it kind of reminded me of like Sin City a little bit, right? Yeah. Where it's black and white, and then like things that were emphasized were red and green, like the lightsaber colors. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and a lot of these are like between 11 minutes to 23 minutes. So a lot of them were actually on the shorter side. Um, yeah, but I found this one to be, because this one's so stylistic, I almost felt like this one would have been better placed towards the end. Yeah. And, and having, gone with, having gone with any of the other stories first, um, because I think that I think this is going to be a lot of people's in all, in all honesty, I think this is going to be a lot of people's sort of first experience with anime, mm -hmm. because I think I think, you know, anime is something that is much bigger now than it was in years past. I mean, I've been watching. I'm like I I I think I've watched more anime than than most people who've probably who are probably watching Star Wars Visions for the first yeah, time. Um, yes. And by no means and am I like an anime expert or something or even compared to a lot of younger people now. I mean a lot of well, you know a lot of you know teaching a lot of students a lot of people like like I've never seen Attack on Titan or some of these other things that like yeah. are really much Avatar, much much bigger. Last Airbender isn't that Yeah, that well Dave Filoni. Um yeah, yeah. I would that's sort that's sort of the only I think that is an actual true sort of American anime okay. um, that 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 did well. But I mean, typically when you think anime, I think you're thinking like Dragon Ball. I yeah. would still say is probably the biggest. Full Metal Alchemist, Gundam, uh, I Gundam. Mean, <laughs> there's tons yeah. and tons. Sailor Moon. I mean, all Sailor that Moon, stuff. baby. Yeah, Sailor Moon, baby. Yeah, there's a <laughs> there's a bunch. So. Um, yeah, so this one, I don't know, as I just, I, I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I know. And actually, I 100% feel you on this out the gate being the first one, because I, at, at the end, I got, because I was like, first Ronin, Master Ronin, and I was like, is he master or is he not? I was questioning every right. piece of dialogue in this, you know, I was like, he says, unfortunately, he's not a Jedi. Does that mean he was banished? You know me, I'm always trying to dig into what's the backstory on these guys all that kind of stuff i'm in there for the story but i thought man it is so off-putting uh that it was kind of jarring for that to be the first thing let's just say this i thought people were going to watch this and and say i have I, a bad feeling about this i think people are going to turn it off <laughs> i know i know and I, that i was actually saying like I, I know sometimes you want to save your better stuff maybe for like building climaxes and stuff or whatever but 
I almost would have threw one of the really good ones right at the front. And they they might have thought this. I mean, and not, I'm not saying this isn't. I'm not saying this is bad because I I did like the story. What I liked about it was the droid. I actually thought the droid right. was sick with the with the straw hat. I was like, let's. It's like R two wearing an undercover straw hat, just being awesome. And then the fact that he is collecting these red kyber crystals and he's going around defeating these bandit individuals in the Sith. I mean that that is neat, but. It was also even a little bit hard to follow. Like I didn't understand right. exactly in the beginning who was fighting who. That was and you're jumping in, and that and that's a, with a lot of these. You're sort of just jumping into the middle of the story because again, a lot of these these are all done by different studios. You really only got hey eleven minutes to tell a story, so you are jumping right. into sort of the middle of a story. And this one stylistically was also so different than the rest because not only it's not just that this is in black and white. Um, there's a lot I. It's beautiful uh, to say to say the least, but it's it's sort of a lot. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of like Sin City, the movie, in in a way where because it, some movies, I think, and I, I think this works for this too, are like they're so good and they're almost so sort of heavy that you have to go into it with like a certain mindset. It's not just something you can sort of have on in the background. And I think that might be kind of what's going on here. Cause this one has a lot going on, even though it's, it's all, it's all sort of, it's not even really that it's black and white. I mean, yes, technically it is. It's, there's like a film grain over it. And then it's really only red and green are the colors you see, but it's not, it's not just lightsabers. It's like a pot is glowing and there's red. Um, it literally looks as if somebody is, and I'm praising it here, as it as if somebody is you you can almost see like the etchings on the paper of like here's somebody's yeah. drawing like a full comic panel with pencil, but then is going in with you know like color pencil over just the red and stuff. It's really pretty and it's a really interesting take on it. Um yeah, and it's just kind of all it's kind of it's just this one. I just I just didn't think it was a I I think I don't I didn't like this one just because it was first and it yeah. was like, what's going on? And it's a lot, too. I mean, we've got like an umbrella saber. Uh, yeah. I mean, like it's you remember it's when she such took her, she took her such her, like, a departure, right? Her <laughs> yeah. hair, her hair was just like I like it was just kind of like this crazy everything. Everything was just very jarring, like very uh, extreme. There was some cleverness to it, but. It really, yeah, takes you in a different kind of. I don't know. It, yeah, it felt, maybe it that's why extreme. they did this one first to sort of get you in the mindset of this is different. Because some of these felt like, even though they're all unique stories and none of them, none of it's obviously canon, um, and a lot of it are just sort of like stories that are literally just feel like they're anime with lightsabers. Um, I think to me, this one felt the least Star Wars as well. Because some of them, the music and the scoring, it fits with Star Wars, and some of it is different. And so I guess it kind of puts us in this mindset of, should we begin to view Star Wars as different? Or, mm -hmm. you know, so it's, but so this one is, it's by far the most different. It's again, it's still, they're all good. They're just, they're just, they're all just different styles. And I think it's going to, I think some people are going to find this to be the best, right? Yeah, uh, and it's all just sort of which do you prefer? Because they're nine totally different styles. Yeah, I, I do like the idea of him being this this when he said he was a, just a wanderer, right? Just yeah. one who wanders. I was like, ah, that, that, I'm in. That's pretty cool. And he's got his droid, and 
and it, like he's cooking the pot of tea or whatever or oil or whatever it was and he was like have my this, droid fixed by that time and i was like oh, okay <laughs> this one also might be like the most grand of all of them to say the least i mean some of the shots in here are just amazing uh when she's towards the end when she knocks him off the waterfall she goes down and then she's standing on the rock and it's like black and white, obviously. And, but it's, it's moving and she's got the lightsaber and then the other guy is in the waterfall when he pulls the lightsaber out. Like it's yeah. pretty sick looking. Yeah, it is pretty sick. Yeah. It, it's cool. So I don't know. I, I yeah, we're kind of split on it, but so the duel, the duel was my, the duel was my, was my, was my, actually, I don't know the final one. I might not have liked even, I might've liked even yeah. last. <laughs> Actually, I think I will say that. I'd say that the duel is my is my second to second, the least favorite. Okay. Okay. Yeah, with the final one being my least favorite. Yeah, and um, the, and the duel for me is somewhere in the middle. By the way, I don't really even know. I haven't ranked yeah. them, but it's not like it's my my worst. So yeah. But I, I, yeah. So then, so next we go to number two, which I like. I was all in. This wow. is. I was all in on this and i and i don't know why but this actually reminded me of an anime which oddly enough um one of these studios later actually created the anime that this made me think of um the anime i'm thinking of is an anime called fully coolie or flcl is how it's spelled it's only six episodes uh and it's widely considered to be one of the greatest animes ever but it literally it's six it's six episodes then like a couple years ago they added more to it it was done in the 90s okay um and uh so this one is sort of about this this guy this kid who was a jedi who escaped order 66 yeah and he's picked up by i don't even know what kind of creature it is um but this creature is he he finds this young boy and they start a rock band <laughs> okay yeah, i, I is the, the creature the is the, the hut that picks him up? Is, is he that, a hut? The, I I was thinking they call him a worm, and I think uh, yes, right. I'm pretty sure he's a hut. Like he called he's called okay. a hut at one point too. Right. So it's this so one's weird. like super. I mean, like once you get it, once you hit the second episode, you're like, all right, we're like in super Japanese territory, and yeah. it's great. Yeah. So the second episode I loved. Um, it's yeah, it's this. They start a rock band. Um, and again, this episode's even shorter. This one's only 11 minutes. They're on stage jamming out. They're immediately attacked by bounty hunters, one of them being Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. uh, and hey, you the the worm, right? Who's got like, he literally looks like Jabba with like punk rock hair. I'm not, I'm not making this up. No, you're not. I, yeah. Um, sort of gets captured and we get a little bit of backstory that the worm sort of found this kid and you, and it, the scene of him, Order sixty six, man. When he's he's, you know, he's standing there and he's he's like crying and it's raining and it's all in really great anime style, right? Uh, and he's like, you know, what are you? Uh, he's gonna say I'm a Jedi, you know, and it's Order sixty six and he's escaping. So different paths happen different, after yeah. Order sixty six. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. And he goes on to like instead of becoming a Jedi or, or like you know like something like like Kanan was or Ezra Bridger right. or something. He goes on to form one of the greatest punk rock bands ever in the entire galaxy. I mean, right, Max. I mean, Bib, Max Bib Fortuna is here. Bib, yeah, Bib Fortuna is there, and and so then they're playing at the Boon to Eve Classic. I'm guessing. Yeah, and they're the opening. They're the opening band. Yeah, <laughs> for the Boon to Eve Classic. I thought, and that's just it. That's the episode. It's great. <laughs> I thought Jabba at the end there was gonna do one of those like like in Gladiator thumbs up or like thumbs down type of thing, 
but I mean, his tail was was uh, kind of you know thumping to the beat yeah. and was he was in on it. So, oh, and and who's the, what are they called as the the uh, Gamorians? the guards? Gamorians, right, the yeah. guards, yeah. And he looks at him because he's pulling out what looks like his lightsaber, but he's turned his lightsaber into a microphone. Microphone, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, it's just a microphone, yeah. It, it's 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 so and crazy. Then that's... And, well, the thing is, too. Okay, Matt, hold on. The, the the coolest part about that was they get they they take him away, and you think he's a goner. It's over, guys. And and uh, the Padawan runs out, and he screams in the rain, and he's all upset. He's like, "No, we're going." Like he. We're going after him. We can't leave him behind. They go. It looks like they're walking this this hut out for this execution, and his friends show up behind him, and they're like, "We have. We talked to Jabba. We have. I mean, one the cantina band. Show. The cantina band is watching right here. They're watching him on the hall. Are they really? Are they? Do you think they're jealous? Absolutely. Absolutely, they are. Yeah, because they ended up just playing in a freaking cantina somewhere. These guys have a huge audience. This is the biggest audience we've ever seen for a band in star wars i would i would watch more of this would you would you watch yeah more of this? This, this was actually entertaining it was it was it was i, I freed myself to say, to say the least yeah. i i was very it was very freeing this episode tattoo so. yeah tattooing rhapsody that one was a plus for me um the the studio that did that studio colorido um i was trying to see what else they did because some of these you can see they're relatively well they're not necessarily new they've been around since like 2013 but they haven't really done a whole lot. Um, I would say they're, I don't, you know, some of these things I'm just so unfamiliar with. They did some Pokemon stuff uh, last year, did a couple episodes of some Pokemon Twilight Wings, which I've never heard of. It's an, it's some sort of net anime. Um, but yeah, I mean, they just haven't, they haven't really done, uh, done a whole lot. So, but cool. It was, yeah. I, I get, that one was a thumbs up for me. That one is, once I hit going from that, by the way, from the duel to this was such a big, right difference. Difference. <laughs> like, yeah. Now I was like, all right, now I'm in my comfort zone. All right, now, now, now I'm ready. Yeah. Right. Star yeah. Weaver is the name of the band, by the way. Star Weaver. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, greatest band in the galaxy. Yeah. It it, it feels like it's um it, it take everything down not down a notch but like the seriousness. Right. You you realized okay mm -hmm. we're just having fun here and gee is the name of the hut they call him the yeah so yeah the padawan's name is jay gee is the name of the hut that gets him and he plays bass right okay yeah yeah he, yeah it's the bass player's gone you can't continue on without the bass player so right they had to go get him yeah it says right here boat they were pursued by boba in slave one so glad to give that the japanese are like no it's slave one yeah yeah. They, oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what the um, I was like Boba Fett's in this. So I was trying to figure out like timeline. Where is this still pre him? Episode four? I it, like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I this I would have like to, it, it's I think so. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Um. OK, so the next one, this is the one I thought I would I would like the most. Um. And this one sort of fell in the middle to me. Uh, and that's mm -hmm. the twins. Actually, it was a sort of an interesting take, I guess, really. Um, so you have Carrie and um, Am are twins who were uh, conceived and cultured in the dark side of the forest by the Empire to create a new weapon aboard a Star Destroyer on the level of dart of the Death Star. Uh, Carrie, or it might be Carr, I don't know. Actually, it might be Carr, um, who has opened himself to the light side, steals a kyber crystal power, powering 
the weapon and attempts to flee, but is confronted by his sister who is heavily devoted to fulfilling her born duty and harness the power of the Kybal Crystal to gain great power. Despite Carr uh, warning her though, through the force that she will die if she continues to fight him. And in the end, Carr uses his X-Wings fighter's hyperdrive to tremendously increase the power of his lightsaber blade and overwhelm Am, destroying part of the Star Destroyer. Am is later recovered by Carr, who crash lands on Tatooine, uh, you know, and vows to rescue her. So this one was, it, it starts off and it shows like a two Star Destroyers are like put together. Attached, and I was like, yeah. I know. Attached. Uh, <laughs> this one was short though. This one was really short. Um, and this one actually has, uh, I don't, let me see here. I was trying to remember some of this one had some voice actors who I knew, um, oh, Neil, Neil, Neil Patrick, pa- Neil Patrick yeah. Harris and Alison Brie. Alison Brie was in, uh, she's in maybe community. I want to say, I know, I know her from, she's in glow. She's like the main star of glow. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the droids in this, by the way, you have uh B B two O N and then R duo. R duo was mm-hmm. on the light side and B two B two O N. It was like they put R two D two and C three PO opposite of each other on, on opposite sides here. One with Leia, one with Luke, sort of thing. And you've got the twins fighting it out here. Is is sort of the inspiration behind this, I guess. Am versus is it Car or Kara? Mm-hmm. Kari? I don't know. Right. I'll try um, to see. It. Yeah. This one, though, I this one is because a lot of them use sort of like when you think anime. So like the last episode, the rock band one, Tatooine Rhapsody, that to me is like when I just think anime like that one, that is just sort of what comes to my mind. The first one's like its own thing. I know it is an anime. They're all sort of anime styles. This one does have sort of a unique style to it. Um, I really appreciated the visuals on on this one because it's it's more artistic than just sort of like yeah. a cartoon anime vibe everything is like the the way the artist did the coloring on this like they really sort of accentuate color mm-hmm. um and so it's just it's a it's a really interesting style uh it's really pretty actually by the yeah. way this one is really really pretty uh i would totally wa- totally watch more more of this i feel like this one to me fell in the camp of in some of these, I think they were all balanced well considering just how short they had. This is this is one I felt like this story is just it's it's too much. There's too much going on for that short of an episode. Yeah. When you when you're sort of we're walking into a lot of these stories with like no idea what's going on. This one is like we need this one needs to be longer. Uh, because well, <clears throat> and I hope that I hope that we get it because this one's there's it's really cool, but I almost sort of think I didn't like it as much just because I was like I want to know more and it's it was yeah. so short. Yeah, there was the the one quick scene where it was the dark side had conceived them. They were born. They were like created by the dark side in a laboratory, cloned, etc. So I was like, okay, this is are they dark side Luke and Leia situation? Right. Just, I think just, I think that was the idea. Yeah. Which which is really cool. I mean, dude, at one point they had when he uses he actually goes like in hyperspace, like hyperdrive it d- kicks in and he's on the front of his X-Wing. That was so I mean, it's cr- it's awesome. It was it was it was. Yeah, you needed that much power. And that's that's the kind of power that uh, he generated. It was it was extreme. But I, I like that one. It was uh, like you said, it was jam packed. So I think there was a lot to jam packed. Un- unpack and so you're kind of like you know where am i at on that but yeah this one this is this one i again i I genuinely think i still none of them i would say are bad 
Mm-hmm. Like there's there's none of them that are bad. They're all just very different. And I think again, we're gonna some people are gonna appreciate more some than others. I like this one. It, to, to me, it's just some of the other ones felt like felt better in the time they had allotted. Yeah. So this one, I was like, I don't think I liked it as much, just because I was like, I want to, I need, I need more. I need, I need, I need like, I need like five minutes, five, five minutes more for just a little bit more sort of storyline, because it is such a cool idea of like, oh, we were conceived in the dark side, but then they just have to jump to them fighting, and it's like, you know, so it's just action, sort of for action's sake, but right. I will, I do, I do kind of want to point out in the twins episode that uh, Ralph McQuarrie, the original. Uh, concept artist behind Star Wars. A lot of those uh, helmets were like super elongated, uh, which is something mm-hmm. he did in a lot of his his artwork. So they kind of took some of that and went with it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So this was this was done by Studio Trigger. Um, Studio Trigger had did so some just that I sort of Little Witch Academy um, and uh, Kill a Kill are two that I've that I have heard I have heard of before. Um, but yeah, sort of, sort of cool. So definitely, definitely sort of, sort of cool. Um, okay. So the next one, so this is where I felt like, I felt like four for me, four and five were like, actually, I don't know, four five and six to me were just like the pinnacle of this, of this whole thing. Wow. And do you think they did that? Yes, on purpose? I, four, know. Five, and I, six. <laughs> I know four five and six. So episode four, the village bride. So this one doesn't have sort of an, an explanation on it. Um, unfortunately, but our characters were, let me see here. Um, the F Haru, Asu, Valko, Azuma, and Saku, um, mm-hmm. were the, were the characters. So this one is a story about, uh, there's like a wedding going on. Right. Uh, and it seems like, it seems like that one of the, the, the wife and her husband are going to have to be sort of given over to these like bandits, I guess. Um, and so that way they think maybe it'll keep their village safe. And you have these sort of bandits that are running the town, but all the while going on, there is a, there's a Jedi and sort of her, her master there. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know if it's her Jedi master. He's just sort of, yeah. seems like he's, he seems like he's more her traveling companion. There's somebody she um, knows too. Cause he stays somebody she knows. Yeah. Right. It's weird. Um. Anyway, this one, might be the best looking it was it's gorgeous to 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 look at um and this one was actually pretty short uh to say the least but they really kind of jam-packed it was 19 minutes um they jam-packed a lot of a lot of story in here and really as it's going on we're we're sort of seeing this village and um there's some conflict between uh the woman who's getting married and her sister who wants to sort of stand up and fight against these uh, bandits. And she's saying, well, I'm doing this for the betterment of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the bandits sort of show up. They realize there's going to be somewhat of a resistance. They're going to start killing people. And um, this girl who the Jedi is, is uh, decides to, you know, take off her mask. Right. And, and step forward and fight. And it's and just it gets, F, and right? It's awesome. it, like, yeah, I think yeah. It's F is, F, is her F name. Is, is yeah. her name. Yeah. So, and it says, you know, she's guarded in every sense of the word. She wears this, this mask, the cloak, all that kind of stuff. But there's something going on in her past, and does she, you know, it's like, do you decide to intervene here, or do you let things play out? Uh, right. Yeah, there was the cool thing about the about the force. There's, on yeah, the there's planet, a right the nature. There's a lot of yeah, there is, and there's a lot of real. There's actually a lot of really cool lines here. I'm gonna try and skip through. 
Um, this one has, it's just, this one I think is the best looking. It's gorgeous. It's like huge sweeping animations. Um, it's color. Everything is sort of like the saturation, right? Is turned to like 10 and it's gorgeous. It is, it, I think it was the, the, by far the best looking, best sounding too. This one, the other ones didn't necessarily feel Star Wars-y to me because they were sort of, so the first one's like huge departure, the duel, right? Huge yeah. departure from Star Wars. The second one felt Star Warsy, but because it's like a rock band, it's sort of like okay. I mean, like mm -hmm. you know, like it, it yeah. and and we're in familiar places. It's still sort of like okay, whatever. This is cool. The last one we watched is sort of so over the top that it didn't. This one feels like this one feels like this could legitimately be an episode of Clone Wars. Oh or yeah, or something. Yeah, hundred. This one feels like it fits the music, even though it was all sort of. Um, definitely Japanese uh, sort of studio, like in inspired. I mean, this sounds like something I would hear in a Final Fantasy game or in an anime or, or something like that, um, orchestral, but different than Star Wars. But it it felt like this fits a hundred percent. Oh yeah, it, t it totally did. And there was there's tons of really cool um, themes that that play in with Star Wars as well. Self sacrifice. There's there's always hope. Um, someone kind of overcoming loss and things like that. So. Yeah, it was it was yeah. really good. Yeah, she's taught, she's saying things like the she's saying like she's saying things like um these are the planet's memories, mm -hmm. right? When she's mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of stuff going on with the force here. A lot of stuff with the force, yeah. Which is which is really cool, and they can wield it. That's the that's the cool thing. Mm -hmm. There's like some the, the people on this planet, and that's what what her air quote master or whatever his name was. He's got the helmet on, and he's trying to like figure out you know what what the planet's all about. And yeah, these people are being terrorized by, by the bandits, which is where F steps in and she, you know, it uh, takes over. Yeah, that's Roots all up. that war. That's all that war is nothing but loss because they're talking yeah. about war coming. This one, this one, I, I, I genuinely enjoy. I would, I would so go go so far to say I loved this one. I this, it's, 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 it would be my number one if the next episode weren't what I consider to be the best. But yeah. I would definitely consider this to be the the second best, and I I a hundred percent want more. She well, like I, cuts off her, she cut takes her mask off, she cuts off sort of her Padawan thing, maybe because she kind of cuts off a little bit of her. Yeah, so which was a common theme here, the cutting off the braid it happens a lot in in some of these episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it signifies a, either a departure from something, right, from a, a life or a past life or a connection to a family or something like that. So yeah. But man, it, it was cool. I guarantee you, most people have this in their top one or two. I, I guarantee mm -hmm. you because it was that good, and uh, it just felt like Star Wars through and through. Yeah, I mean, right here, do this shot right here. The guy's gonna shoot her. The guy's the guy's gonna shoot her. No exceptions. And then you hear the lightsaber, like cuts I to black, know. and then and she's standing above her, and her lightsaber is sick because it's definitely like a it's it, it's it's t or no, she's using the force to hold the to hold it. Yeah, to hold the, to hold the thing, and then she's standing there. She takes off her sort of hood, and then her lightsaber is awesome. Uh, it's like a it's a yellow blade, but it's a katana. It's the hilt is a straight sort of mm -hmm, katana, mm -hmm. which happens again um, a little bit in some of the in some of these other stories as well. Right, you can't change the river's flow by casting a stone. I but <laughs> live in harmony with nature, and you'll change together. I it, it had some really good lines, man. I, yeah, it was good. 
It was good. Uh, yeah, you you know that the breath of life becomes wind and will always respond. <laughs> I mean, this is like it's it's Star Wars. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, the writing. It, yeah, the dialogue and everything is is fantastic. Yeah, there, there's the scene. Okay, it's at uh, it, it's twelve minutes uh, two seconds. She's just staring at this sunset in this episode or sunrise mm -hmm. or whatever. It's it's awesome. This one's this one's this one is su this one's super awesome. I want more of this. Yeah. Because when I was watching, because again, I was watching, you know, okay, one, all right, two, okay, cool, three, eh, all right, and four, I was like, all right, now we're like, now we've hit the groove, man. Well, like, and then, and then when she clicks her heels and does that speed, you're like, oh, that totally is something that you would see in in, in an anime. These like, we're gonna supercharge one another, and then one cut, and you're done. It was awesome, right? Yeah. And that's just kind of it. Some of these. Uh, some of these just sort of just sort of end. So, um, okay. So now we'll go to what was my absolute favorite, uh, which was the ninth Jedi. Um, mm -hmm. So this one, I I I absolutely loved. It's is my hands hands down my favorite. Um, it's sort of this story about you see this you see this cast. It's like the Jedi have been long forgotten. Okay, mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of it's sort of the way they that way, and we see like this this band of you know, or however many people is that I guess nine um, or whatever, yeah. but they all sort of go into this sort of room on the it seems like a temple or something that they're walking into, and they're all sort of standing around. They're all Jedi, right? Who are people who they're Jedi, but they don't have lightsabers, right? They've they've mm -hmm. been training in the ways, and uh, the Kyra crystals have been being harvested by this sort of Jedi, this lightsaber smith, and he's going to reforge these ancient weapons that mm -hmm. have been long forgotten. And it's him and his daughter. Um, and you've got like this hand, you've got this handful of people down there. We we are kind of introduced to, to sort of our uh, one of our our sort of main characters here, um, who I'm guessing is Juro. Right, maybe Jero. or Jero, yeah. Um, so so any any anyway, um, they're sort of trying to revitalize, I guess, I guess the Jedi. And then we cut to this this young girl and her father, and her father is the Jedi Smith. Now the lightsabers he makes, by the way, are are epic. They're sick. Um, yes. they're sick. They're sort of they're all sort of these lightsabers, and they change. They the the. The, the kyber crystal that's inside it basically changes color depending on who's holding it yeah. and their affinity within the force, the force. okay yeah. <laughs> which first yeah. of all is awesome it's awesome almost how it should be from now on to be yeah. to be entirely to be entirely honest yeah and so um she grabs one and she kind of i guess has obviously been training it with a sword um and it's it's sort of like black uh, a little bit, you know, it's it's sort of yeah. like it's just because because her her father says like, well, you know, just because you haven't you're not connected with with the force yet, you know, you you show the ability, but you would need to continue um, to continue sort of training. And then um, she's going to go take these lightsabers to the people and then, God, they're attacked. This is crazy. OK, so the, the, the setup here is is actually pretty awesome. This has got to be I, I thought to myself, this is either. I was trying to put this in like either way past episode nine or somewhere. It, I think it is. I think it is described as way past episode nine. Okay. Because it just seems so like the lightsabers have been d d destroyed. So anyway, the guys who show up here, they, you think, 
I'll just go ahead and tell you that you think they're Jedi and you think they're here looking for these weapons. Well, what Master Juro understands, he I thought he was the bad guy for a second, Matt. I thought he was the bad guy and I thought, what's going on? But then I trust this little girl and she's just like, no, uh, he he's the, like, that's him, protect him. He's, he's our, I don't know, he's the good guy. And it turns out that everybody who showed up to get a lightsaber, they're actually Sith. As soon as they mm -hmm. get their hands on those lightsabers, when they ignite them, they're red. And yeah. you're like, what? Hold on a second. The old, There was only one boy who showed up, and he was uh, the seventh Jedi. Mm -hmm. By the way, like, Juro makes eight, and then the girl will make the ninth. So right. he is the seventh, and he shows up, and he's actually on the light side. He was one yeah. who didn't like uh get so these are sith who actually stopped the other jedi the true jedi from coming to acquire their lightsabers so he wasn't a part of that the other six he's the he's the seventh he shows up they surround him and the girl and i mean it's like it's i don't know i, I was stunned i was actually stunned i was like that is it was sick <laughs> really so cool. the cool the, the cool thing though is that and then yeah as she's fighting it begins to change for her and it yes. does Fully, fully change, which is awesome. But then one of the Sith, yeah, as he's fighting, it begins to change here. Like, hold on a second, did his just change to purple? Purple, yeah. And then once they kind of defeat some of the other guys, he's like, "Hey, wait, hey, stop! You're not acting like yourself." And he's like, "Kind of comes the out." World. He's like, "Sorry, I was tainted by the dark." Yeah, side. by the dark side, because he all that dark side energy around him, he's he's more susceptible to it. Mm -hmm. And it is easy, easily drawn to the dark side, but he's not really. He's, he's actually a good guy. Working. Yeah, by the way, the one room. dude was just wasting people. The uh, the Joe? guy who was in like the no, the other guy, the whatever his name was, the um, oh um, Ro um, R Rodin or whatever. Rodin? Yeah, the um, Rodin? yeah the yeah the the leader. They called him. They called him something else. Um, but yeah, he was sort of the Jedi leader. Yeah, and he was just wrecking people. So to me, one, the, the animation here I loved. I loved that sort of style. Um, and then two, uh, this one to me, the music felt the most like Star Wars. Because a lot of the other ones were sort of, they were in like the last episode, The Village Bride, the, like I said, it felt like Star Wars and the music and everything, but it still felt sort of different. Um, yeah. but it fit Star Wars. Like it sort of would fit into a new Star Wars story. This one to me, with like the speeder she's on and everything, this one felt like this felt as close to Star Wars as any uh, more than any of them. This one mm -hmm. felt like this one felt like it literally could be an episode of Clone Wars. I mean, the way the music's done, the way everything's done, it's just in an anime well, style. Like if you just if you just swap this and and just animate it have dave filoni animate it and like that bad batch clone wars rebels art style yeah, yeah. if it's if it's if it's right in 100 percent. you wouldn't well, even need to change the score or anything let me just tell you right now i i, I would i would take a full-on trilogy for this i want the backstory to this story i want to know what happens oh, yeah. afterwards like this this uh sabersmith he's gone and they they took him and juro knows mm. this he just laid this trap to get the sith because they had you know, kind of defeated the Jedi who were on their way. And young Ethan is left. Ethan, who's like, I'm sorry, I wasn't strong enough. And he's like, you survived the fight, young Ethan. Yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> Ethan, like, <laughs> level up, man. It, it was just like, wow, this was, this was cool. So. Yeah, and what's her name? Whoever, whoever the, what's, what was her girl? Kara. I mean, pff, I'm in. She was great. She, she was, was, yeah. She was, she, she was, was awesome. Yeah, she, 
She was absolutely, she was actually great. So this one as was actually, this one was done by production um, IG, who from everything I read is by far the most seasoned production company. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they've done stuff. I mean, let me just go down some of this list. Uh, so I, even some of the stuff I'm sure you've probably heard of. Um, they did uh, an anime called Blue Seed. They did Ghost in the Shell, which is mm -hmm. pretty pretty well known to be one of like the best animes like ever. Um, they did, let me see here, some other ones. Yeah, um, I think they, they did Fooly Cooly, which is one of my absolute favorites um, mm -hmm. animes ever. Again, yeah, Ghost in the Sh they did more Ghost of the Shell stuff. They did some Halo Legends. There was like a yeah. sort of something. They did an episode of Pokemon Origins. Uh, then you sort of go down um, the list here. Let me see here. Uh, when you go to video games, I mean, my gosh, they did like Xenogears and Grandia, just some of the anime stuff that shows up in there. Uh, a little game called Persona 5. Uh, okay. which is like, okay. I mean, huge. That's a yeah. huge, massive, massive game. Some of the Star Ocean games, some of the Fire Emblem games. They did stuff. They've done animation for Sonic, some of the Sonic the Hedgehog video games and stuff. So they're by far, um, I would say, the biggest, uh, the, the biggest anime studio that worked on any of these. Yeah, okay. Well, that's cool. You can tell because, I mean, it was it had everything. It looked good. It, it felt right. It had a good, a good story. Uh, the whole thing at the end. Did you see how the temple was upside down with a beam of light, and when it turned, it became a lightsaber? I was like, "That is awesome!" If you get a chance to go look at this, right at the end of the episode, the engine yes. powers up and they spin it, and bam, you're looking at a lightsaber. Yes, because it's all about him creating lightsabers. You know what I mean? And so the symbolism and the imagery there is that yeah. we have this, you know, temple that's a lightsaber. Yeah, I was trying to see here because I was like, I feel like they, there was something else. And yeah, they did, they did, they did a um, uh, some Attack on Titan stuff as well. So that's kind of a bigger, uh, kind of more known current um, sort of one. So okay, well, uh, as this might be a good place to take a stop for our our our, our sort of mid break mid break yeah. message from our sponsor, and then we'll come we'll come right back and uh, hit you guys up with the rest of it because we got a few episodes left. Okay, so as uh, coming back here, now this episode, okay, this episode was just heartwarming. It was great. Uh, and it is uh, T-O-B-1. Oh, to my. Toby. Like, you, what, you didn't like this one? No, no, no. I love this one. So Okay, I was uh, about to say, I was like, what? T-O-B-1. T-O-B-1. I was like, what the heck? The more they said it, I was like, Obi-Wan. I was just like, this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. So this one is, he is, is he's not, is he a droid? Is he a full on droid or is I he don't know. like a I, cyborg maybe? He, I think he is some type of, yeah. I think there's some, I actually think this was his pad. I think that master lost his Padawan. Well, you don't know he's a master at first. Now, this was this was only like yeah. this was only like eleven minutes. I mean, I think right. the episode is listed. The episode is listed as uh, well. The episode is listed as fourteen minutes, but then there's like an intro and and the credits and everything. Um, the animation style here it does feel more sort of like this would work for like somebody who's like seven, which is mm -hmm. still fine. It's still gorgeous. Um, and yeah, it's this. It's this, he's this little droid, uh, and he's sort of he's sort of running around, and he's on this planet with his sort of creator, 
yeah. they're trying to bring life back to the planet. Right. Bring plants is... and life back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Yeah. So T T O B one is a humanoid droid full of curiosity who dreams of being a Jedi Knight. Uh, he's an assistant to Professor uh, Mataka. Mataka. Professor yeah. Mataka. In his quest to bring life back to a barren land. Yeah, it's pretty pretty simple. Uh, he starts having these dreams though, and he goes to him and says, "Like I'm dreaming of becoming a Jedi. I'm dreaming of finding a Kyber crystal and finding." a lightsaber and fighting right and his master mm -hmm. well we find out later he's his master uh the professor sends him on his way and tells him to chase down that dream which i think was kind of like one of those things like chase your dreams right go for it yes 100 percent. and he does and he gets to this old ship that that must be the professor's ship the only thing that he could find and he hops in the ship and he presses some buttons and accidentally sends out a transmission which is intercepted by a Jedi hunter who shows up to the planet and the professor has to hide him away. And he basically yeah. has his like He's last like, don't words, come out no matter what, no matter what you hear. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I just like, like it's so crazy. And then, he does come out and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to fulfill what the professor wanted. I'm going to bring life back to this barren land. And he does it, man. He starts to bring life back. He runs the experiments. He does his thing. And all in the, in the meanwhile, he actually does start to use the force. And it's just awesome. I, I forget again how the, how the Jedi hunter finds him or, or realizes that there's another Jedi here and, and whatever. It was kind of a Pinocchio like thing, but you felt like, this was a real boy at one point and he still is he's he still is i mean droids you know are are i, I that's one of the things i love the droids tv show and and the comics because droids matter in star wars and it's such a really cool thing they did that with lando's droid being a part of the millennium falcon and all of that it, it's i don't know i mean art r2d2 and c3po without them it's just not star wars at all and it, it's what makes star wars great so having tlb1 is awesome no, it was great. It's it's heartwarming. Now, you know, the, the interesting thing about this is, and I'm trying to do some research here, because to me, again, this is sort of a Japanese, you know, this is this is the anime here. Um, to me, the inspiration for this is so blatantly obvious of where this comes from. As can you do a Google search for me? Type mm -hmm. in Dr. Light Mega Man. Because this is like the, the the way that Toby, you know, TOB1 looks and the way that his Jedi Master looks. I mean, oh my his gosh. Jedi Master is straight up Dr. Light for Mega Man, who's sort of like the guy who makes yeah. the Mega Man. Yeah. And then Mega Man himself looks so, very sort of resemblance. And it's the same type of a That's awesome. Same, yes. Same type of a thing. And so I was I was trying to see, I was like, did this guy ever work on, did he ever work, do any work for Capcom or do anything? Because the inspiration, at least for some of this, is it's it's so blatantly obvious. It just has to be. Uh, where yeah. where he where he pulled some of that inspiration from yeah for, yeah for sure i mean it look once i looked that up instantly the professor looks the same i mean it's identical yeah i identical. mean he is he is identical yeah yeah uh really cool too like th i thought that th this was was beautiful as well there's a shot here at three minutes 41 seconds you can look out this back window and the stars are not just all white and blue like the attention to detail is insane mm -hmm. there's, there's a, a red, red star, star yeah. and there's it's just nuts. You've got, you've got TIE fighters on the wall. You've got X-Wings. There's a story being told here. 
and this is probably a Jedi master from back in the day who lost his Padawan is on this world and he felt, uh, you know, he's attached to his Padawan. That is his student. He was, it was like his son that he was helping grow. And it's just awesome. This, this needs to be turned into like a 50 minute to an hour and 10 minute sort of special Star Wars, little special side story. Yeah. That's aimed at, aimed at a younger audience. I mean, of what, you know, use the force, be good. You know, I mean, 100%, this one needs green lit for more. Yeah, it, it, it was so it was so good. There's twin there's twin moons, twin suns. Uh just it also had kind of this um Superman thing where it was like don't go into the basement and find the ship and the you know, all that kind of stuff, stuff like your origin story type type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like he was trying to hide something from him too, but yeah, just <laughs> uh un- unreal it was it was heartwarming and when he's sitting when he's tucked away and he's hearing what's going on outside and he's got that lightsaber uh shell and he's just mm-hmm. looking for the kyber crystal that he was handed that by his master it's unreal man one of my yeah. favorites this was good yeah this one this one was 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 good so um all right let's move on to the next one here as this is uh episode seven which is the elder so this one was um again they're all good uh but this one i think was is towards sort of the bottom maybe for me of okay. uh um it was just sort of like pretty straightforward it's like a jedi an overeager apprentice and yeah. then they just sort of run into a something that's not necessarily a sith they end up fighting it and then the jedi kind of beats him it was it was just it was pretty by the books pretty straightforward um david harbour voices the jedi though so that's pretty cool um but yeah there was nothing really about this one to me that felt special just i mean this was like just kind of by the books uh right right it actually it one of the things it did it was kind of cool for world building in star wars like this is a jedi master who was far away and had gone to gone to many different worlds and he knew the outer rim and could have been out there during order 66 and and He's still saying the Sith have not returned yet, so this felt like it was prequel territory, and he's out here doing his thing, patrolling the Outer Rim, which which was neat. But there was an awkwardness between Master and Apprentice. It felt like they had just gotten paired up, and like you said, eager Apprentice who wants to... Pr- I'm, right. I'm happy to be with you, but at the same Looking time... Looking for action, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was just... It was different. I mean, Dan. What, what is his name? Dan, the Apprentice? Yeah. It's just Dan. Yeah. Shout out to right. Dan. Who I thought yeah, got sliced I mean, in half. I feel like the, it, to me, this is the one he should have opened with. Yeah, this was good. This was a this was a safe one. This was really safe. And- this one's yeah, safe. I mean, it's cool. It again, it's cool. Um, but again, it's just sort of by the books. I mean, if you if you had more of it, I'd be. Yeah, sort of... I did like the elder though. I thought the elder was the coolest part. Yeah, the, the idea, and then he, it's just something mysterious because it's like, well, he maybe used to be a Sith right or yeah. something but yeah. he's something and, different so right he's old he's ancient he he does like a self-destruct on his ship so you can't get any information on him or learn more about what he was doing he, he seemed seemingly he's just searching for powerful individuals and is looking for some type of um conflict some battle yeah yeah and this is, one was done this one was done by studio trigger who's the same one who did twins so totally different styles here Okay, um, but just the same. So they, yeah. So that that, that studio did too. Yeah. Um, so okay, as you didn't seem to like this one, maybe episode eight, Lop and Ocho. I I I love this one, man. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Well, I don't know. It just, I just didn't too, feel too Japanese for you with no, like no, no, a cat like creature. No, I was cool with that. I was cool with that. I just didn't know, and I, I like the idea of Lop being, you know, inheritance and, and heritage, not really having anything to do with blood and stuff like right. that. That that was cool. That was one of the things that Last Jedi tried to pick up on and could have actually taken further and would have been neat had they have continued with that. But Lop well, they did. was. Yeah, they did. Because because yeah. Lop because she's not really she's not blood related, but she's part of the family. Oh yeah, no. In this they did. In this I meant with Ray. I was right. saying with yeah. Well, Ray. it is Ray. Yeah. Except oh, okay. she's bad. Yeah, she might be better than. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, so so anyways, uh, she's given the she's given the lightsaber. There's some dispute like between daughter and father about whether you should join up with the Empire. And I'll tell you right now, I I, I know this. Right from watching episode four and five and six, the Empire is the, they're the bad guys. Okay, it's the dark side. Unfortunately, the Republic got roped into some of this stuff and they're misled. So, all right, there's that. And she's trying to sign up with the Empire. It's not a good thing. Father's trying to you know figure it out. Lop just wants the family together. Lop simply mm. wants the family to stay together and gets the lightsaber can use it by the way you could tell right away that lop has been training and has some really good that is a date yes. i mean her species or whatever like the bunny the the, the large rabbit like cat thing i don't know what she is mm -hmm. she can move all over the place uh that was cool i thought that was pretty neat that she had all that agility and stuff so yeah i mean it was just it was different i don't know that i because it left me in a bad not a bad place but i just felt like there's no resolve, and I didn't really like, you know, I like right. a good, happy ending. And this one, you just felt like, well, now that guy's blind, lost his daughter, and Lop is just standing there watching the daughter go away. And I was like, I don't know what to think of this. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just, I, to me, I, I, we want more, need more. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, had, had there been more to it, I was in, I was locked in on the story, and I thought it was this good. one, I think, um, this one is, this one is a little bit longer because this one's 20 minutes. Um, to me, the, the coolest part of this one is where he was giving her the lightsaber and yeah. it's, it's sort of going back, giving a little bit of a backstory. He pulls it out, right? It's in this very ornate box. Um, and then when it's giving her the story and, and she's, I don't know, she's like standing in the stars and it's sort of explaining like this ritual has been passed down in our family for generations. Mm -hmm. Hundreds mm -hmm. of years ago, now there was a great warrior called a Jedi. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, who came to this planet. And I, so I, I just thought that was kind of cool. I guess that's well, just what code I kind of took. And then I do think the idea of the daughter saying, hey, we need the Empire because the Republic's never done anything for us. In fact, yeah. the Empire is is our best is our best bet because what are we going to do? Turn this planet into war? To, into war? Yeah, that was that was cool. And, and what what's also neat about the daughter is that she originally wants to bring Lop in, right? So she's the right. one who wants to bring Lop in. And then later the father sort of realizes that the daughter did something really good there. And that was, that's, that was uh, showed honor and virtue and stuff like that. But then later you flash forward seven years and things have totally shifted. So totally changed. Yeah. The little droid kept showing the, the hollow image of we're a family now. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of sad. Like they are she, yeah. the droid, the droids trying to bring them back together. Yeah, and then they're fighting with you know like the the cherry blossom in the background. I mean, it was yeah. pretty. I again, so I so I liked it. So, um, okay, so all right. I don't know. <sighs> episode episode nine here. 
I don't know if I was just sort of turned off by the animation style or if I had just watched everything else and I just felt like everything else was so much better that this just seemed mediocre to me and by it being sort of maybe mediocre, I just felt it was bad or maybe it's because I watched them all in one day. I just couldn't get into this one. I felt bored. Maybe I just didn't give it the, the, the opportunity it belonged, but this is the episode. Uh, uh, it's got Chewbacca. Chewbacca is in it. I just, Chewbacca, right. Chewbacca is in this. Right. So he's the main yeah, guy. So, I don't know. What'd you, what'd you well, think of this one is? Okay. So the beginning of it, you're kind of like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. It was, again, you're, you're thrust in the story. You have to catch up really quickly. So you figure out it's sort of a forbidden love thing. He had a thing with this princess and he eventually has to go away as, as this, uh, like, you have to pick up that he had a vision, right? That he was going to hurt the woman he loves or someone was going to get, someone was getting killed over and over and over again. And by avoiding that, it felt like a master Uguay thing, right? We often meet our, our destiny or our fate on the path that we take to avoid it. So he's trying mm -hmm. to avoid this outcome at the end. So that part was kind of cool. That was the big reveal at the end, which is the, that, yeah, he's, he tried to protect this individual and help her reclaim her uh, palace. But in doing in leaving in the beginning to avoid some, you know, vision, he ends up right. fulfilling it. So I was, yeah, it was a little twisted to get there. And then he, yeah, it's just weird. He, he I mean, he joins the dark side. <laughs> like, I, you know, I don't, I just not a fan, yeah. not a fan of that kind of stuff. All right. Don't know. That's what we're yeah. teaching kids about. This one, this one is weird because it feels like we're in because a lot of animes, at least from what I have grown up watching, um, is a lot of animes are just like twenty six episodes. That may be the whole story, okay? Um, and it feels like this episode's like episode twenty, and it's like so mm -hmm. we're jumping in, we're jumping in at this moment in which all right things seem really 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 bad right now and they're going to get better and fixed by the in the next like handful of or you know you're jumping into an eight episode season at like episode six right it's like the end of episode six is where we're jumping in whereas the others it feels like we're sort of jumping in somewhere in the middle or still the beginning maybe mm -hmm. and so this one it's like i feel like we've missed so much right and then i then, then again i don't know what it is the the art style here i just they're like kind of elongated faces and yeah, yeah. I just didn't, I just sort of off putting to me. Yeah. And I, I just didn't like it. I'm sorry. It's this one was my, I don't know. This one might be, it might be my yeah. least favorite That's okay. of all of them. It was yeah. probably mine too. I, uh, Chewbacca is just like, he, I it felt like there was like a drunken Jedi situation. Like he was gonna, like, he seems he's always having these headaches and he's always having issues and stuff where like his style is very different in, in fighting right. and it just, it's different. I don't know, but he right. joins the dark side in the end. It was okay. So a total pad Padme situation, right? Like Anakin right. Padme saving her. She looks very much like Padme by the way. Right. Too. Right. And that's what they're trying to do is that like he joins yeah. the dark side to save her in that moment, like brings her, he right. accidentally kills her is what happens. And then he yeah. brings her back. So, yeah, this one also. This one I will say I do feel like does fit into Star Wars. Like it would fit. Yeah, it would. It would. The first one, the duel. I don't even know if that fits into Star Wars. Like it was just something so. But I do feel like that one's better than this one. So I don't know. So let's let's rank them. I guess let's. Okay. Let's 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 go through. I'll worst. go through my rank. I'll go through my yeah. 
So worse for me, and again, some people may totally because the nice, the cool thing about these is that they're all totally different, and so because of that, they just appeal. They will appeal differently to everyone. Yep. You're going to like some more than others, and other people are going to like more just because you're more familiar with that art style or you prefer this type of animation or or whatever. So I don't really yep. think none of them were bad. No, Mm-mm. whatsoever. They were just yeah. they're all. It's it's. It's a really cool idea here where you're taking nine different ideas, throwing right. it at the wall. I mean, that's what George did. But you go back and remember, I really like the uh, episode episode uh, three where he's talking the behind the scenes where he's talking about Grievous. Yeah. And like it's like all these artists pitch all these different things it's like, well, I like this from this and I like this from this. And then you kind of put it all together. And it, right. And right. it works. So, yeah, there were things that I you know enjoyed about all of them and whatever. So I would say the episode nine is my least favorite. OK. Akiri. That's what I would have is. Uh, so then I would probably go the duel as my second. Um, okay. Then I would say the twins. Uh-huh. Then I generally, like, really, really enjoyed everything after that. Mm-hmm. So those three are the three that I would probably be the least likely to go back and watch. Gotcha. Okay. After uh, that, at, after yeah. that, I really, I really enjoyed it. So, do you want to give your least three? Then we'll just kind yeah, of do yeah. these as in stages yeah. of three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mine are just in different order. So, um, episode nine. Uh, so, my the, my least favorite is episode nine. I'm I'm with you on that. Ak- yeah. I think they're, I think they're the same. Akiri, right? Is that is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Um, yeah. and then my twins would be my. That's that's the second. Right. I I don't like that. I didn't like that one. Uh, and then the duel was was higher than the twins right. for me. I, I, I and I think I could go back and forth. So we're so yeah. we're pretty we're we're pretty yeah. we're pretty lock and key. Yeah. So then we move into the middle three of which ones we sort of. So here up, I liked, I sort of liked all of them. Um, I would say so. I guess my well, this would be my my six. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably had the elder. Yeah. Uh, just because it was just sort of like it was okay. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't anything like super amazing. Um, just so, so I'd, I'd probably say the elder, ah, I think it's a little tough. I'd probably say Lop and Ocho next. Okay. Wow. We're saying, say, I'm, I'm, I'm literally right there with you. Yeah. So, and then I'd probably, and then I'd probably say, um, Tatooine Rhapsody, bro. I'm, which bro, I love. I'm, I'm right. I know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I could, yeah. So these three, I liked, um, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I would probably say I liked, um, yeah, I'd probably say I liked Tatooine Rhapsody a little bit more just because yeah. um I don't know, it's fun. It's just fun. You know, yeah. it's just Yeah, for sure. It's it's kind of ridiculous, but it's it's just fun and I it did have Boba Fett and so so then okay, so then my top three, this is where we'll probably this is where we'll probably differ. So I probably would have to go uh T O B one. Okay. Um but T O B one, then I would say the Village Bride and then the the Ninth Jedi. And I'm I'm gonna just just to be different here. All right, for me, it's the Village Bride, the Ninth Jedi, and Let's T.O.B. Wan. <laughs> Let's go. T.O.B. Wan is just so good, and I love Obi Wan. It's so good. It's just oof, so T.O.B. Wan is was really special. Honestly, when it was we special, it, it's in your heart. It, it, it's it reminds me of it reminds me of sort of like the the those like one-off movies you watched when you were a kid, right? Yeah. Like, not like the Disney movies where they're like so big, but not that it's the same, but it, it kind of, I don't know why it just like, it, it just makes me f- think of like Fightful Goes West, oh, you know, or like, God. 
as you watch the last what the last unicorn you know oh I mean, my god yeah so there's like like rainbow bright my sister watched which i mm -hmm. i can't believe i am admitting this but i loved it uh not gonna lie it was good good movie so yeah it just it just kind of it just kind of reminds me of how i felt after i finished one of those when i was like five yeah and it was great <laughs> and and, and yeah. it was great so yeah so then so then, yeah, the village bride for me, which was awesome, gorgeous. I would definitely want more of that story. She's freaking sweet. And then I just felt like the Ninth Jedi was the most Star Wars like. Yeah. Um, and the one that I, the one after I watched, I was kind of like, because it was kind of like, yeah, start with start with the duel. It's like okay, then you get to the Tatooine. I'm like, all right. Then you hit the then you hit uh, twins. This was my it was my mood was kind of a roller coaster. It's kind of a yeah, perfect it roller coaster yeah. to be. To be honest, because then they hit twins. They're like, I guess kind of go hit the village bride. You're like, all right, things are getting pretty sick this here. Is sick. Okay, like yeah. I wonder what's next. You hit the ninth Jedi, and you're like, all right, I don't know that we can. I don't know that we can get Top. better than this. Yeah, then he hit Toby, and then he hit Tob one. You're like, yeah. all right, man, this my heart, good. my heartstrings are here. Then I get to the elder, and I was like, okay, I'm kind of kind of on the downslide. Lapanocho, okay, you know, right. kind of when you come down that big hill on a roller coaster, yeah, you, you get, get that a, last little, last little, you get one. that that last little. Like, all right, all right, and then yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. It, it was a, it was a roller coaster, and it I I liked it overall. It was an enjoyable day and experience of mm -hmm. watching Visions. I mean, I made some good food. Mm -hmm. I watched these shows, and it was it was fun. And I think it I think it does show that Star Wars is is capable of of just having these sort of one off stories. And I would totally be down to to get more of of some of these. Um, Matt, almost all of them actually, I feel like would be better if we had more. I think I think some of them would work better as maybe just a one off, like a fifty minute special, you know? Yeah, or something. I I think we both can agree, and I think everyone out there listening and watching on YouTube can can, can agree with this that the Ninth Jedi should be it's like sick. their next arc I mean, it they needs to be just, a next thing they should just go with that like whatever is happening there is absolutely amazing it's well and it's and it's production ig right who, who we looked at and we said they're the biggest they're by far the biggest studio i mean they're yeah they're absolutely they're absolutely huge um oh they own tatsunoku okay so tatsunoku um that's one of the that's one of their uh big sort of things they own um you may remember i don't know it's like g-force it was this sort of you'd have to i'd have g-force yeah. this, this cartoon they were kind of like they have like yeah. bird they're kind of like power rangers but they got like bird helmets and and stuff like that yeah it was called like yeah yeah, yeah. yep but they've done they've done they've done stuff too yeah so um yeah so again they're they're by far the, the i would say they're probably the most equipped to sort of handle oh my god shout out to g-force i have not seen g-force there's a there's a That's deep a, cut wow for you. That, i haven't <laughs> seen that in ages friends go do yourself a favor and look up g-force cartoon <laughs> oh my god i knew i had heard yeah. it before yeah I, they're all wearing i watched this yeah this right is... i think it's i think it's called something different in japan and it's just in america it's called it's it's called battle of the planets maybe gotcha man i don't know but they called it g-force here yeah guardians of space i don't know but it's cool anyway yeah yeah totally totally an old you know i'd watch it on cartoon network Hanna barbera back but anyway right uh, yeah ninth jedi i'm i'm down i want i want more of that because 
I think I think part of this this whole thing was one to hear some cool, interesting Star Wars stories. But again, you know, we've been seeing them really sort of push into as into the Eastern market a lot more now that China's is kind of opening up a bit more to a lot of this stuff coming mm-hmm. in and out. And um, it's such a huge market. We're see- I mean, we you, we see all all of American American media companies pushing as hard as they can into China um yeah. because it's such a huge market and stuff that they're going to start creating some of this stuff that's more equipped for asian audiences and i i, th- I think it's great i mean there's the what is the edge of destiny or something that sort of remember there, there's a there's a star wars comic right now that's that is um i think it was part of the higher public thing that's like asian it's meant for like it's japanese only and it looks awesome hmm yeah, what is that? I know what you're talking about, but I don't I can't remember the name of it. Um, um what was that? Star Wars manga maybe? I know there have been some there has been some Star Wars uh manga. There's like a Luke Skywalker one. But there was one that came out uh just a little bit ago that was definitely aimed towards Yeah. I'm not finding it. But I get you though. I mean, I the, the market's that big, and honestly, there's China. Good... China is getting it. Yeah, it's called. Um... Yeah, I don't know, but it looks. Oh, the edge sick. of wait, the edge of balance. Is this right? Maybe thing? something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's for High Republic. Um, right. Yeah, and, the, and then the, the the vow of Silver Dawn. Uh, okay. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, sounds sick. Something. Sounds sick, but the the artwork and stuff looks awesome. For it. So they are anyway. Anyway, they are pushing more to some of this. But I think a Star Wars anime um, makes a lot of sense, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. I think I think American audiences would use it because Americans are consuming more sort of manga and anime than they've we've ever had before. It just gets bigger and bigger um, yeah. every year. I mean, so much of like Adult Swim on Cartoon Network when we were growing up, there was Toonami. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, which is where they they said in like the middle of the day, right? They mm-hmm. said, "Hey, we're gonna air some of these cartoons for well, anime for sort of you know teenagers and stuff like that." And I came home every day. I every day I came home from school, and it was like they don't there was there they kind of rotated some in and out at, at once they sort of finished their run, but there was like it was like Thunder, it was like you know Thundercats into Sailor Moon. There was Ronin Warriors. Mm-hmm. Then there was uh, they did all of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, yeah. Dragon Ball GT. They did uh, Gundam Wing. They did G Gundam. There was Tenchi Muyo. There was a lot of this sort of anime, and it sort of has gotten only bigger and bigger and bigger. And then there's been a lot more stuff. I mean, Dave Filoni is an anime guy. I mean, he's he yeah. did he did um, sort of avatar which i think is still is kind of considered to be an american anime and avatar is everything all anybody ever talks about when they talk about avatar the last airbender is it's great yeah not it, the m night Shyamalan movie but the nickelodeon sort of run everyone says it's great right and actually um yeah my, my girlfriend recently had me watch the uh last airbender and it's freaking sick i did not realize yeah. how good it is. it's so good also i want to throw something in here Pirates of the Dark Water. I love to throw in those deep cuts. Which, wow, man. <laughs> dude, I, I used to watch Talk this. Talk about a blast from the oh, past. Oh, my gosh. I loved that show. And I, I would always try to get home, or, you know, f- figure out when it was on and stuff like that. God. Oh, uh, yeah. Pirates of the Dark Water. There was a um, there was a video game for it. I think for there, was, there was a Super Nintendo game uh, for sure, which is still consider, it's considered pretty good. I mean, it was it was a big deal. It was that sort of 
it, it all sort of stems actually a lot of those things stem from the ninja turtles right mm-hmm. is the ninja turtles were so big that all these companies said, we need our own sort of Ninja Turtles. And this was the 90s. So for people who didn't grow up in the 90s, let me tell you, okay? I mean, I know the, I know the Ninja Turtles were 80s, but yeah, the 90s, it's like everybody needed a sort of a mascot, all right, that had Tude. Not just Attitude, but Tude, yeah. okay? That's why you got Sonic, uh, you know, and all this stuff. And we had like, then it's like, then that spurned Power Rangers. Then there was like, hey, we're gonna, we want, we need anthropomorphic animals, right? That to yeah. be our, to be our, to be our sort of mascot, and they all need a different shtick, right? There was gargoyles, oh street sharks, yep. biker Mike from Mars, uh, SWAT cats, right? Oh my all gosh, awesome! <laughs> I forgot about some of those. Oh god, yeah, gargoyles. Can't believe we watched that. I mean, that what, like, it's on that, Disney. Yeah, it's, crazy. it's on Disney. It's on Disney Plus, man. That's so crazy. I love it though. It's cool. You're right. Yeah. So I, I mean, I. Do you think we're gonna have more of this Star Wars Vision stuff? Do you think they're they're yes. gonna maybe? Yeah. Hundred percent. I, I one hundred percent believe that there will be more. I actually think this might be their plan. Is that sort of if any of these really really catch on, we might we might do something with it. Yeah. And remember, this is sort of their first time with Star Wars that Disney's owned. Mm-hmm that they've really done something non-canon to this scale. I mean, the Lego movies are sort of obviously considered non-canon, but it seems like they're opening it up more, which is awesome because it sort of opens it up to where we used to be, which mm-hmm. is that extended universe, there's just all sorts of stuff. Yeah, which exactly, because you had people writing comics like about, I mean, 100 <clears throat> plus years beyond the death of Luke Skywalker. I mean, we had those right, right. at the end and people, so it's like, okay, let's go do some of that with the Ninth Jedi stuff. Looks like it's it's far beyond where we are. I mean, in a world where everything is – I mean, look. How much money does it cost to hire an author to write a new Star Wars story? Get it approved. Have, you know, the con- have the continuity guys look it over and say, okay, does this work? Does this fit in? In a world full of remakes and remasters as, hey, you know, we're going to remake this movie. We're, we're just going to remake this story, right? Mm-hmm. And all the video games right now are just, hey, here's the special edition of this, like, 20-year-old video game. We basically just, here you go. Think of how many actual sort of just, and we talked about this a lot, legends, or as we grew up with, extended universe stories, that you could literally just say right now, this is canon, and you don't even have to change anything. Yeah. Shadows of, Shadows of the Empire, you could say right now, canon is canon and it works and then you release a 20 or however much however long it is it's 1996 so we're coming up in a few years it'll be the 20 year or no it'd be a 25 year whatever anniversary 30 year geez we're getting old. wow we're gonna uh my god god (laughs) the the 30 year anniversary of shadows of the empire those are like the people who watched star wars in the 70s and watched it i know I know it's crazy. Well, and you're right though. You can totally bring some of those those shows and just say, hey, you know, canon. Or you could do something right now with the comics they're doing the bounty hunter war situation. Right. Throw Dash Rendar in there. I mean, th- I mean, like, right. Tons of stuff that you that you can do. And I I hope they, I hope they do it. One one more thing, real, real quickly. Uh, Thrawn, it was this character in 1991. Timothy Zahn, by the way, they just gave him this free reign to say, yeah, write a story. Let's see how it goes. And it was one of the coolest, most amazing, cherished pieces of Star Wars. 
and it now Thrawn's legit. He's in Ahsoka. I mean, he's in Rebels. There's trilogy books on him. He's never made it into the big films, but yet he's this huge character that was made in 1991 outside of George Lucas's vision that is now canon and in Star Wars canon. Like that is crazy. So, yeah. well, look at Star Wars Hunters. That I mean, up to this point, all the video games have been these huge canon projects. Jedi Fallen Order, Battlefront 2 had a book and that has a campaign that ties in in between, you know, Last Jedi, like Rise, all this stuff, it's all connected into stuff like that. And then like Star Wars Hunters, like, yeah, whatever, just throw in a droid who has, who has, who can oh, use I the see. force and yeah. some random ass Sith and, you know, right. what, whatever. And it seems like they're just being a little more okay with this kind of stuff. Well, now. I think you're realizing the galaxy is, is large and you can tell the story of a rock band on Tatooine. You know what I mean? You can tell that story. That's a good story, actually. Uh, right? Yeah. So it wasn't just Max Rebo running around. He had competition. Yeah, it's, he does have competition now. He's got the Starwind Band or whatever whatever yeah. they're called. Star Star Voyager. What are they called? The, the Star? Starwind? I don't know. I'll go look. Star <laughs> something. They were cool. All I know. All I know is, is we need more TOB1. I mean, oh my god, that was so good, and I hope we get can, more. Can 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 TOB1 just go? Look, we we did an entire Patreon slash Apple Premium episode where we pitched to Disney. Look, you need an Ewok cartoon if you really just want to cash in. I mean, we looked at the streaming numbers. Okay, yeah, and that's one of the funniest things I think we ever did. I mean, as and I literally broke down and we said we said there's some show called Bluey. All right, and it's like, hey, look. That's like your second most streamed episode. Yeah. Coco Millions, like the number one thing on Netflix. I don't know what it is, but I guess if you have kids, you do. And it's like kids shows. And then like three of Disney's top 10 streaming shows are Star Wars shows. So it sounds to me like get rid of this bluey guy and turn it into Ewoks. Yeah. And, and shout out to Andrew, by the way, who we have uh, a bunch of transmissions from. He listened <laughs> to that episode and he was just like bluey. Such a, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, he was just... It was, it was kind of hilarious. We'll read that next time. We've got a couple uh, transmissions from from individuals. But yeah, really, we've been talking about this. All right. Make it for kids and, and let's do it. I mean, it'll well, sell. Yeah, well, you, the, the the difference is, so your kids your kids are watching Bluey, right? When your yeah. kids grow up, what do they do with that? They don't do nothing. Yeah. If you get them on an, if you if you already have, if you already have five-year-olds, you know, four and three, three and four, five-year-olds watching this Ewoks cartoon, by the time they're six and seven, They've grown out of the Ewoks cartoon. Well, now you can give them Rebels. And you've created lifelong Star Wars fans from the get-go. Disney, right. you're really, There's... you're really, you're really missing out on few like potent like billions and billions of dollars by creating more and more generations of new Star Wars fans. Why are you making them wait? Wait, like really, you said... you're really dropping the ball here. Yeah, people need to go listen to that extended edition <laughs> where, where we talked about the money that can be made and also growing these fans right into the prequels, originals, and so on. So Right. Yeah. I mean, Dora the Explorer? How about Grogu, you know? Oh, my God. It's just, yeah. the Gro Grogu's Adventures. I don't know. Gro what's, what's something that rhymes with Grogu? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, but they'll figure Somebody can figure something. You just log a machine. Yeah. Yeah, we'll make it work. I can't find the freaking name of that band to save my life, but whatever. They were they were freaking sick. Star Wind something. I don't know. Anyway, well, uh, it's good. It's it's good. It's gonna drive. It's gonna drive me nuts here. I got it here. Tatooine Rhapsody. The band is called Star Waver. Star Waver. Okay, all right. <laughs> 
Shout out to the star waiver, which needs. Can to be we get some? Can can we put that on the Outcast Spotify? Just some. Can we just get some star God. waiver rolling on the? Yes. On the Outcast Spotify. It was a good song. It was a good song. It starts off a little corny and then it just really grows on you. You know. It so. does. Anyway, wow. All right. Awesome. Well, that was fun. Visions was fun. I mean, it. You know, it is what it is. But friends, uh, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Send us those transmissions. By the way, we do have a bunch of transmissions, which we will get to. And be sure to send those. We've got mm -hmm. um, and let us yeah. and let us know which episodes of Visions did you like, which ones did you not like. Rank them. I want to. I definitely. I definitely want to know what people thought of it. Uh, why did you like the ones you did? And and try to compare. Maybe some people really like are in different different perspectives that yeah us. the duel might be might be one of the favorites out there the duel might have right. been really cool i you know we were different yeah you know, i mean but if you have tob one as your least favorite you should probably just stop listening you stop listening to this podcast right now <laughs> I I, mean, I, no, right now i mean <laughs> oh gosh tob one for the win for me god all right all right friends yeah so please do send us those thoughts uh your star wars origin stories all of those things uh memories from a galaxy far far away if you like the podcast don't forget to subscribe like us write that review leave a comment or send us a transmission at hyperspace hangout at gmail.com we will see you next time and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dust and crops Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.